0: What up? What up? What up? What up, everybody? It's your girl Marquita, but they like to call me Who Miss Hollywood. And you're tuned into another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Is
1: it me or was it hot in here? That's why I saying put your headphones on in here. You can't hear
0: that right now.
1: You can be anywhere in the world,
0: but you're here with me. Shout out to session 420. Shout out to Swagga Like the Dawn. Shout out to my special guests. All oh, my guests are special. Thank you for joining me. Hello
1: ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get ignorant. Uh-huh. The Hollywood lights are bright. Let's get right for a little bit. If I is so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit. Let's yeah. celebrate it's gonna end in a silent little twist. It makes <laughs> <what> it feels <laughs> like. It makes it a Hollywood and you're far from monotonous. Imagine the gas can't, can't produce more hotness than his hip hop pompous a female economy. O L Double mm. So Hollywood H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-D. So Hollywood Double mm. So Hollywood Double mm. 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 Is it me or is it hot in here? Is it me or is it hot?
0: Hey, hey, hey. What up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me Who Miss Hollywood. <laughs> you're into in another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. So Hollywood, the podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and I bring them together with this thing called entertainment. Catch the latest episode of So Hollywood, the podcast on my YouTube channel and my Instagram page. If you want to be a guest, go to So Hollywood, the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Period. And if you're an artist and you're looking to perform, I have a segment called Welcome to the Limelight, which is in this little area over here not little because it's bigger than big so don't don't get it twisted a lot of people that come through here you know they do things after this so it is what it is so (laughs) i gotta get you to perform (laughs) but yeah uh without further ado i'm going to bring my special guest up here his name is trap house coda hey hey hey. how are you doing today i'm
2: doing well how are you
0: i am blessed and highly favored i could complain but i'm not (laughs) Fair enough Uh, enough. So you're originally From Virginia Or no
2: I'm from uh, I was born in Norfolk Norfolk Lived in Norfolk For about Six or seven years And then I moved To Virginia Beach In the second grade Then. to ever since
0: okay 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 so you're based out of Virginia Beach now
1: yep
0: <clears throat> you moved back from Florida and we'll get into all of that as well because you were once in a deal and then I heard you also are not in that deal anymore Absolutely, so yep. let's get into that a little bit later and you have a new project coming out called The Biggest Target it dropped February the 3rd 2023 yes so man. Shout out
2: I'm to uh, you. very excited on that it's
0: nine tracks it's yep. a, is it an album or a mixtape uh, it's an album I'll say it's an album um
2: oh I feel like if you listen to it front to back it's it, it's a good feel. No skips? Uh maybe if I'm being honest with myself maybe yes. one skip.
0: Okay. One skip. Maybe We're going to see.
2: But that's that's me being very truthful.
0: Okay. Okay. So let's get into this interview. Uh how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Like what is your earliest memory of um entertainment for you?
2: Um I knew I wanted to be an artist. Uh, I was probably twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Uh, and my mom's my mom's best friend's son, uh, Michael. Uh, he introduced me to hip hop music. I grew up on a lot of country music, a lot of like old school rock. Okay. Uh, that was kind of like my upbringing. My uh, my dad was a stagehand for Whisper concerts. Uh, so like. Uh, any you know all the concerts they had like at the ocean front yeah. on the Navy bases mm-hmm. um, he was a stagehand so I was always with him for a lot of those concerts when he was setting up so I got to meet a lot of at that time they were up and coming
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know now they're a lot bigger artists mm-hmm. um, and it's just I feel like that and then getting introduced to hip hop really like hip hop and, and specifically Little Wayne uh, that was, like, my first taste of hip-hop. And I just feel like that really made me want to... As soon as I heard, uh, it was the Drought 3. Mm. It was a mixtape. And I was just like, I really want to make music. Right. And I felt like I could do it. And from that point forward, that was really all I focused on.
0: Mm. So what was <clears throat> what was the scene like back in Norfolk during that time for you? Like, music scene and then also, like, your... Like high school, middle
2: school, that type of thing. so um I was in Virginia Beach for middle school and high school. Okay. So um I was a little bit like that was really like seventh, eighth grade was when I was really getting into the music. Okay. And I really didn't know many people that did music mm-hmm. at that time. Uh and then going into my freshman year, I actually met uh Julia Mars. Uh, which is another local artist. And he was the first person that ever was like, hey, come over and record. Okay. And uh, it was like, he lived probably like 10 minutes from me, bike ride.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um. So I got on my bike one day after school, went over to his house. And, you know, we're 13, 14. Mm-hmm. You know, he's a year older than me, so he was like 15 maybe at the time. We're, you know, in his house just recording, just having fun. And... I was like, "Wow, this is awesome," and then it's just, you know, I, I've kept in touch with him over the years, um, and we worked on some music, you know, after that. Um, but it was just that was really my first taste at recording. And- so he kind
0: <clears> of <throat> he kind of helped you with the recording process. Did you know anything? Um, before that, as far as like
2: I have, I still to this day the barely beats and
0: you know the um, sixteen bars and that stuff. Did you learn all of that within that time frame, or did it as you progressed through your artistry?
2: It really took like as I progressed. Um, even still now, um, I don't really count bars.
1: Okay,
2: uh, I just kind of listen to the beat, and I feel like I fit in where I feel.
1: The verse fit. fits, mm-hmm. you know,
2: mm-hmm. uh, and where the hook. Um, so, I mean, even now I could be wrong when it comes to technically technical terms wrong when it comes to, you know, recording, mm-hmm. but I have fun. I love it. So.
0: So do you remember your first rap or the first track that you've done or that you did? I remember <laughs> all
2: I remember. Um, Julian and I had a song called Focus Um. <laughs> And and I was you know pre-pubescent at the time, so I was like young Justin Bieber. So I remember I was trying to hit like, and you know we're recording at the house, so it's it's like we got the auto tune on, but it's 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 that horrible, horribly mixed auto tune that just doesn't sound right. And uh, I just it, that I don't know why that song sticks to me, but but it does. Um, and that yeah, I don't think that's. That song, just the name of it and and you know the who and what I feel like is gonna stick with me forever. Just because, like I said, that was the first that was the first song when I think of first songs I recorded. It's that or obviously like the Versace remix. But I mean, we'll probably get into that later when uh, on like when I was in high school and you know that's really kind of when my music started to catch was high school.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> so so what were you influenced by outside of you said little wayne yeah and um was it majority of the hip-hop culture or was it like a you know a mixture of genres? um
2: so once i really got into hip-hop music itself and like like i said like the little wayne and stuff like i really stuck with hip-hop mm-hmm. i listened to a lot of hip-hop you know, I even ventured back into older hip-hop, Biggie, um, Big Pun. You know, I I I try to pull something when it comes to making music. Mm-hmm. I try to pull something from everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so, yeah, I mean, I've... Hip-hop, mainly,
1: mm-hmm. I would
2: say, is, like, the big influence. Um, I mean, maybe, like, some R&B and mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that, mm-hmm. but... Um, yeah, any them. country
0: because I know
2: oh yeah absolutely <laughs> like and it's a lot of like the older country like early 2000s country okay Toby Keys and kind oh, of stuff like, yeah I, don't I, 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 I <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of people do sometimes so <laughs> I'm sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know the way down yonder in who I know that one okay. but I mean I don't I don't
2: <laughs> like you know uh, you never heard that song uh it's like it, it's like the song like all of like the soldiers listened to when they were going into war with Iraq it was like we'll put a boot in your ass It's the american way but yeah that's that's a... <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i don't But yeah that
2: was like early 2000s like country um but yeah that that's a lot of like what my mom liked um, cuz her uh her boss every summer would buy them like the, uh, you get like the country music pass
1: mm-hmm.
2: for the amphitheater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they had every country music concert that came through. They would be wow. at. So yeah. So my mom was a real big country music fan. She loves my music. Um, and she likes a lot of like the older hip hop, like early two thousands.
0: Mm-hmm. So how would you describe your sound during that time? Because I know you made a transition here with like within the last year in which we'll also talk about um to like two a years. New, two years. Coming up on two years now, it's crazy. Uh, oh. Ooh, I thought okay. Nope. I'm April
2: wrong.
0: of twenty twenty. Oh, okay. Let me put that in my notes. My or twenty twenty
2: one, sorry. Gotcha. But it's twenty twenty three now. It's crazy. <laughs> Time's flying.
0: <laughs> so what was like um
2: so like when I was first doing the music, it yeah. was I was trying to be Lil Wayne. Mm. <laughs> a little Wayne Drake mix that was that was what I was trying to be um and i mean i feel like a lot of that was forced
1: mm-hmm.
2: with um i don't know i wouldn't say trying to fit in but like trying to be like i like i said like uh, it was a big influence and sometimes you take your big influence and you try to become that person
1: mm. instead of
2: being your own artist you know
1: right
2: so a lot of what i do now I mean, I make music now that I feel like people want to listen to. Right. You know? Or I aim for that. Right. I don't necessarily... And I was, and, and that's for me as well. Like, I want to make music that I will listen to. You know? Like, right. I can... Because, you know, I obviously I'm going to be my biggest critic. So, I want to make something that if I listen to it in the car, I can replay it a couple times and I get, I get bored of it, you know? Right, right. So, um... But yeah, definitely. When I first started uh, to now, I love going back and I love just listening to like the progression because mm-hmm. it's it's mind-boggling. If you if you were to listen to the first music video I ever put out to you know the song that blew up, you'd be like, "These are the same. It's the same <laughs> kid. Like that's crazy."
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it it is dope to to have something. I guess where you believe in yourself so much. That you know, no matter what, like, yeah, it might be taking a long time, but if you believe in yourself enough, like, it's gonna happen regardless.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it's it's one of them things. Not a lot of people have the drive for it, right? You know, like in high school, I tried to do the sports thing.
1: Okay,
2: try to do you know other. Well, you know, I was never a school person. Mm-hmm. Hated school, and I really feel like this music. Like, music is really the only thing I've ever really fully committed myself to, I right, guess. Right. You know, nine to five, hated my job, quit it, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> to do music
0: full time. Well, yeah,
2: I do music full time. Um, pays the bills, even now being independent. Mm. You know, the money's still coming in where it does pay the bills. So it's, yeah, it's nice.
0: When did you realize that being an artist? was going to be that thing for you? Like, that that moment of, like, okay, this is paying off, and this is... Um, I'm here.
2: Realistically, not until Old Silverado popped off did I... I always believed in myself, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of it was more believing in myself because I was scared to fail. Mm. You know? Right. So, but real, like... I knew once I was in high school and I put um, the music video, it was the first music video I'd ever shot uh, when I put that out. And, you know, obviously I got a mixed reaction in high school. Mm-hmm. There was a group of kids that bullied me for rapping. Uh, mm. Yeah. From, you know, they, they even put diss tracks out and all this. Like, yeah, it was a, it was a huge thing. But I think that in itself helped me have more confidence Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I was so young at that time and was getting so much shit for wanting to rap Mm -hmm. you know and at that point it was am I gonna listen to these dudes and stop making music Mm -hmm. or am I just gonna keep doing what I do and know that eventually it'll pay off right and I just stuck with it and then by time and that was my freshman year that i was getting bullied
1: um
2: uh, yeah freshman awesome. year i was 14 15 getting bullied by kids older than me you know these these kids are 17 16 17 That's crazy. um but uh by time those kids graduated and you know i i really i, I don't want to say i ran the school because i didn't mm-hmm. but
0: we had a lot of... Everybody
2: animals. knew... Everybody knew who I was. Mm-hmm. Literally mm-hmm. everybody. You could walk in Was it through. because
0: of your music or was it because
2: of just... It was... It was a mixture. It was okay. because of me, myself, as a person. I was just... Loud. There. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a... I was, I was a big dude in high school, too. Um, but, you know, I... You know, I knew everybody. Um, parties. All mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but, you know, like I said, once they were gone... Like, and I dropped that first music video my junior, like, I think it was my sophomore year going into my junior year. Mm-hmm. um, And I just, the reaction I got from it, it was a lot of positive. Mm-hmm. You know, there was some negative, you know. um, But, you know, the positive side of it was like, that was when I realized, okay, I really might have something. Right. And then I, you know, I did another song and that one did even better. You know, and, you know, I was in high school and had 20,000 views on the music video.
1: Mm.
2: You know, so it was like, that was, for me, that was a lot, you know, that at that time. That
0: was confirmation for you. Yeah, mm-hmm. you
2: know, so, and then, obviously, once I graduated and didn't really, I couldn't walk around school and tell everybody, you know, go watch my video, go watch right. my video. Hey, watch my video. You know, I kind of, I wouldn't say fell off a little bit, but, you know, the numbers died down. Right. And, you know, that was really... Where it was like, okay, what do I do now?
0: What's next? Mm -hmm. You know, so,
2: Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was doing the SoundCloud thing a lot, all that kind of stuff. And then um, I want to say I didn't really do much for real. Um, You know, I was still just dropping music on SoundCloud. Mm -hmm. But I really feel like there was a few years where, like, I wouldn't say I gave up on myself, but I was like, well, damn, like, I feel like what I'm doing, like, should have popped. Right. And it's not. So, you know, there was a few years where I got comfortable with working. And, you know, I was doing, I I worked two jobs. So, you know, it was like trying to find a time for music was stagnant. I wouldn't say to find time for music, but to find time for videos and and stuff like that was stagnant, mm-hmm. you know. Because thankfully, if you know, turning, turning it all around. If it wasn't for my job, I don't feel like maybe the music would have worked out. Mm. Because once I, um, I was working like I said, I was working the two jobs, and then it cut to I, I got more hours at my my day job, so I could stop doing security because mm-hmm. I was doing security at nightclubs, mm-hmm. um. I was able to stop that and just work, you know, my one job full-time. And there I was uh, a manager at a hotel at the Ocean Front, But it was, like, kind of one of, like, the eh mm-hmm. hotels, mm-hmm. you know. It wasn't, like, mm-hmm. one of the best ones. Mm-hmm. So, like, when the summer, like, summer was over and, like, it was wintertime, like, we were slow.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was there eight hours a day. Mm. So, I maybe only... <laughs> Really worked for depending on the day, thirty minutes, forty minutes, I had seven hours of downtime there, nice. so I was able to interact with at the time my fans mm-hmm. you know, and now I feel like i I truly am gaining a, a big fan base, but before you know it was just people that were interested in my music that were my friends mm-hmm. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call them fans, you know mm-hmm. they were just supporters, people right. supporting me
1: right,
2: but now I feel like I'm truly like Adapting a fan base mm. um, And that's That's a different feeling um, Cause it's like People I've never met
0: mm-hmm.
2: Are pushing my music harder Than people I know mm-hmm. You know
0: mm-hmm. That and, seems like it's always yeah. the case
2: It is And it's sad
0: It is it But
2: is. I I feel like it comes down to Sometimes people don't Want to see you win Because then they feel like They might lose you You know mm. Say, okay, well, damn, what if Coda blows up and then I can't chill with Coda no Mm -hmm. more, you know? Or, Mm -hmm.
0: you know, so not readily available for for what we have right now,
2: yeah. And and I'm not gonna say that's everybody Mm -hmm. because I do have a lot of like good friends from high school, you know, they still are at every concert that they can make, Mm -hmm. you know, they still share my music, and Mm -hmm. you know, I'm so thankful for that. Um,
0: they're doing what they can yeah they're right. doing what
2: they can with you know without and and I don't ever ask for monetary support right. I don't ever ask hey donate to my cash app to support my music career or you know whatever mm-hmm. I've never I've never done that all I've ever asked is hey repost this for me you know
0: comment on comment, it, like
2: it mm-hmm. share it like open because I see free. a lot of your
0: open verses yeah. I'd be like dang I'm
2: like you all guess. that's free
0: right
2: and that's I don't think a lot of people get that Just that little, that little bit of support goes a long way. A long way. Especially if you're one of the first people to see the post.
1: Mm.
2: If you're one of the first people to see the post and you scroll past it, it's like, come on, bro, that could have helped a
0: lot. (laughs) Like,
2: because it really, it really is like with with these social media platforms, like that first 15 minutes is crucial.
0: Absolutely.
2: 15 to 20 minutes is You'll know by then if you need to delete the post and repost it, like
0: yeah, at a later and, time. And I've done that, yeah,
2: because it's like it's just something somebody needs to see. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm not posting this for thirty people to see, and I got twenty two thousand followers, like damn, and that's organic, right? You know, I, I've never, you know, that's and you know, so it don't make sense. why thirty only thirty people are seeing my post, you know,
0: absolutely. Absolutely.
2: But then five days later, I got
0: 100 likes, 100 people liking it. It's like, what is this algorithm? Like, I don't. Nobody knows anymore. They switch it all the time. So during all of your transitions through life, how was your support system? Because I know you recently just talked about, you know, your friends, you know, giving what they can and doing what they can. But at your earlier stage stages up until now, what was your support system like? Um.
2: It was well. Uh, you know, my mom always has been a huge supporter of my music, mm-hmm. and it, I wouldn't really say she liked what I was talking about. Right? But she's a mom, you know, and she, she, you know, she, she's like, if you have a dream, and you know, you can afford to chase it, chase it.
0: Mm. You know. Shout out to moms
2: for real. <laughs> Shout out to all the moms that that support the dream. You know. Um, <laughs> 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 the, I can't hear it, but I can hear it. <laughs> I hear it. I can't hear it, but I can hear it. <laughs> That's bars. But,
1: um,
2: but, yeah, and then, you know, my, my friends have always held me down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like in high school, my friend was the one shooting my music videos for free. Mm. You know, right. so, and, you know, we're still great friends to this day. That's my guy, Jared, man. Shout out to Jared. Shout out to Jared. Yeah, uh, you know, he he was doing photo shoots. All that kind of stuff, mm. you know, for free, and never ask for anything. So, mm. and, and and it's hard to find those kind of people, you know. Exactly. And, and it's it's crazy because he's so talented with the camera, but he doesn't even use it anymore. You mm. know why not? He he uh, he does like coding, like for that's like, yeah. like
0: left field. That like yeah, that way. He, yeah,
2: so he's just really. But you good get at,
0: money in coding.
2: He's though? he's just right. good at. I feel like he's really good at whatever he does. You know, right, he's one of right, those people. Right. But, you know, he went to school, college, got a major, and got a job in something his major was for. So right. it's, it was useful, you know.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, I mean, hell, we had a lot of fun times when he was in college, you know, going <laughs> to visit him. So he went to ECU.
0: So Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to ETN. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so does that does that support translate over into the studio? Like do you ask your friends like, hey, how does do you get like their opinion before dropping something? Or do you ask So I us? have
2: I have certain people uh whose music opinion I
0: respect. hmm Shout and, out to G Stacks because I think that's one of them. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: I definitely always ask G uh his opinion. I ask him like while I'm recording, my I'm like, hey, AG, how's it sound? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds better than the last one. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> and 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 G don't ever give his. I feel like he don't ever fully give his his honest opinion, but he's as honest as he can be professionally. <laughs> 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 but but no, he 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 does tell me like, no, nah, I don't I don't think this takes the one and redo it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I need you know, a lot of the time, so, um, but yeah, when it comes down to, to dropping something, there's at least three to four people I'll send, i send, I'll send a song to, um, and I'm like, hey, uh, first off, listen to this in the car,
1: Don't
2: mm-hmm. listen to it on your phone, but listen to it in your car, and let me know what you think,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so, yeah, I would say, um, yeah, a handful of people whose music's opinion that I respect that I would ask before dropping anything.
0: Has some of them ever stopped you from putting something out?
2: I wouldn't say they have stopped me, but I've gone back and made adjustments mm-hmm. because I kind of agreed with them.
0: Mm-hmm. So so walk us through <clears throat> the process of um, a Trap House Coda studio session. Like do you pick the beat first? Do you rhyme first? Are you so, freestyle? Like walk us through that part.
2: A lot of the every time if I come to the studio, I already have something prepared.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, I don't ever like come in here and just like oh hey gee we going to pull a beat up and I'm just going to write. We've had that maybe one time and that was when we had extra time in the session mm-hmm. that I was already I was already i'd already recorded everything i had came to record
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we still had like 40 minutes left mm-hmm. so i was like hey g just go ahead and
0: pull something yeah pull mm-hmm.
2: pull up this beat and i'll write to it so but other than that um like a lot lately i've been working a lot with um my dj and my producer justice okay just add water uh big shout out to just add water we've been making a lot of crazy music um but, yeah, so, like, the process, uh, I had actually, uh, I was in here yesterday
1: mm-hmm.
2: recording, mm-hmm. and I, Justice was over at my house the night before, and I had actually texted G and was like, hey, you know, do you happen to have any time open, you know, Saturday or Friday, and he didn't, so we booked a session for Saturday. But Justice was at my house, and we, rec- we uh, everything I recorded yesterday, we made the day before. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of, uh one of them, you know, he made the beat on the spot and we just kind of went from you know, that's a a lot of the time it starts with he'll play a beat and I'm like, okay, what's the name of this? And I'll start rapping off the name of the beat and then I'll find something that sounds good and you know, we just we start building from there. But um it's been nice to to have somebody to Sit down and work with mm. who, who makes the beats, you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: and and not just find a beat on youtube and you know write to I feel like mm-hmm. the, the organic way yeah, and i just I just feel like the the whole process of of making the song is just a lot better when it comes down to uh being there with the person creating the beat. Mm-hmm. you know when when you're able to make something from scratch
1: right
2: you're always going to have a better outcome mm. so yeah uh yeah a session with me weed definitely gonna do some <laughs> weed um shout out to all the cannabis yeah, smokers yeah yeah shout out <laughs> all the cannabis smokers but no for sure though um uh, i come in here with with it ready to go and then lay it down
0: and, and then how soon after do you like put it out is it just like it just uh, depends
2: like um, we just decided I'm gonna do a deluxe version to the album dropping right February third. Yep, February third. Mm-hmm. So that's a little exclusive, yeah. Uh,
0: exclusive access,
2: deluxe album coming. Um, and that's probably where a lot of the stuff I'm gonna be recording is gonna go. Probably okay. four or five extra tracks or so. Okay, of unreleased stuff. Uh, just depending, maybe not everything we did. But, you know, we'll we'll record enough to where we'll have a choice to pick and choose.
0: So at one point, you were kind of like fed up with your your music and you started to recreate yourself or rebrand yourself. And then that was your pivotal moment when you um, had old Silverado. Can you talk a little bit about what led up to that, how you created it, and then how it took off after?
2: Yeah, so, um, I wouldn't say I got to a point where I was fed up with my music, but I was definitely fed up with being stagnant, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, I felt like this was, like I said, just, you know, two years ago, um, where I felt like at that time, the... Rap music I was making was quality enough to be doing something. Right. And, I mean, I wouldn't say it was doing horrible. Mm -hmm. I was doing better than most locals, you know? Mm -hmm. But it was just, like, I was, like, searching for the break. Mm -hmm. You know, looking for that. And um, I would say, as weird as it sounds, I... Had a song, and the beat for the song got bought out from under us.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. And like, I felt like the song we had was like a hit. Mm -hmm. You know, it wasn't my record, I was a feature, but I felt so strongly about the record, I felt like it was my record.
0: Right.
2: You know, and that's strong. Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, like, damn, like that really sucks right? and you know there's nothing you can do about it at that point besides get the beat remade or you know whatever but at that time I wasn't working with any producers where I, who I felt strongly enough to remake the beat mm,
1: okay.
2: um, and with that I come to find the dude who had bought the beat out from under us I find mm. his music He's doing the country rap kind of thing,
1: mm-hmm.
2: so I was like, okay. I mean, this sounds kind of dope, mm-hmm. you know. I was like, let me let me see what I can do with this. Really, it was it was like a. I would say I was almost testing myself, but I was testing myself. I was like, you know, I'm from Virginia, from the south.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, my family. You know, I have a lot of family at. Or friends, you know, that are real country, you know. Mm -hmm. Or live out in the middle of nowhere in the sticks. Mm -hmm.
0: Up 58. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, um... I was just like... Let me me put myself to the test. Um, one night, it was like 4 in the morning. And I probably had faced like 4 or 5 blunt. (laughs) Like, like, I kid you not. Like, I was... Cloud. If there was a cloud 9, I was on it. And, um... (laughs) the dude who made the beat that was bought out from under us Mm -hmm. i was like okay he must make these kind of beats Mm -hmm. so i went to his catalog on beat stars and well actually i went to his instagram and i scrolled through and i heard i heard the old silverado beat Mm -hmm. and um i get sent this screenshot all the time because i commented on it and i was like hey bro is this available that comment's still there. Now that I'm verified and all that, you know, it's it's still there. So people are starting to see it because I mean, this producer, that guy. Uh, you know, I don't want to name
1: drop. You don't but, have to.
2: Uh, yeah. You know, that artist, his music's doing very well. Mm-hmm. He's making songs on this on this uh, this guy's beats. Mm-hmm. I'm making this. I end up making this song that does really well on his beat.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: My follow up record's produced by him as well. Mm-hmm. So this guy's kind of starting to make a name for himself producing wise. And actually just recently, probably two weeks ago, three weeks ago, um, young boy, NBA young boy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He produced,
0: wow. He produced a
2: song for young boy. So, so, um,
0: simultaneously y'all are growing together. Yeah. In the sense. And,
2: um, you know, it's, this guy's from the UK. Um, the producer.
1: What? Yeah,
2: so it's dope, and um, you know we've him and I have a really good relationship, mm-hmm. um, and I just think it's dope to see, it's it's, it's crazy to grow at the same time, right. And you know he's now he's starting to make trips over here to with people. Have you met him? I haven't yet. Okay. I want to though, okay. for
0: sure. Y'all have to, yeah, it's a
2: must. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so I go to his page, I see the old Silverado beat, and I'm like, okay. I'm like, I flip the script, and I'm like, okay, country, 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 (laughs) like big trucks, women, beer, I smoke, you know, blunt, you know. So, and out of nowhere, just the bitches blunts beers. Like that came to my head. I was like, Holy shit. I was like I was like if I can if I can put this together, I was like I was like, this song is gonna be crazy. So I was like, alright, I'm smoking. I was like, you know, da 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 you know, and I'm like, What? Country, I was like, back roads, dirt road, you know. I was like, you know and then just came you on the back road smoking on gelato and I was like, Okay. And then I was like, and it, the whole song, I literally wrote the whole song in, like, 15 minutes. 15 minutes changed my life. And ah, I came and recorded it with G.
1: hmm
2: And G looked at me and was like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> I kid you
2: not. We were, we, we like, I, I don't think G was ready. And, like, for that day, I came in, I said, G, I said, Gee, I'm doing something different.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: And I've experimented with G before. We've we've done, you know, no auto-tune to full auto tune. Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, I was like, Gee, this isn't I was like, <laughs> I was like this is, you've never heard nothing like this. Mm-hmm. And I got on live. Like after I recorded, I got on live right here while he's mixing it.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And you know, I'd made a Facebook status. I was like, I'm gonna make a country rap song just to show you guys how easy it is.
1: Mm.
2: I swear, those were my exact words on Facebook. G's seen the status, so everybody's anticipating this. Right, right. Everybody's like, "No way, no way, you're no way."
1: <laughs> I
2: posted and I was like, "I'm going to the studio today to record a country rap track. Look out for me going live. Mm. I, I'll go live." There's like 80 people in my life. Like 80 people. He starts playing it back while he's <laughs> mixing it. And the whole chat is just going crazy. And that's when I knew. Like, before I walked out of here, I said, G, I was like, we got one.
1: Literally.
2: I was like, we got one, G. And mm. from that day. I went home, literally did what I did with, at that time, what I was doing with my promotion, mm-hmm. the way I promoted. I sat in my room. I had LED lights in my room.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I changed them to a color <laughs> and wrapped in front of the phone. Just like how the phone's like this, I yeah. just wrapped in front of it. The song. Going to iMovie with the audio for the song behind mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Turn the audio, you know, so it was just the full song mm-hmm. with my words mouth to it. And posted on TikTok. I woke up the next morning to 10,000 likes.
1: Oh. Overnight,
2: 10,000 likes. Nothing I had ever done on TikTok had ever popped most likes. I I had 400 followers.
0: (laughs) Damn.
2: Now I have 43,000 followers on TikTok. That was a little stunt. Don't stunt on a little bit. But, no, TikTok is so hard.
0: It is. TikTok is is
2: so... I have 43,000 followers and... I only get twenty likes. <laughs> sometimes it don't make sense. Like it's another they just like one of them, to look
0: at it. <laughs> it's
2: another one of them things. But it's crazy. It's like I think TikTok, like like TikTok itself, likes Old Silverado because <laughs> anything Old Silverado posts that I like gets views. Mm. I kid you not. Like anything Old Silverado. I can repost a video from last year and it'll get a thousand likes. Mm. It's just it's it's crazy, and. You know, it's like, now that song has over 10 million streams collectively. YouTube wow. and Spotify Kal- and all that. Damn. So. Shout
0: out to you. Yeah,
2: it's, I, and it all came from me being mad at something. Mm. Something great came from me being mad. Yeah. And I, I was even in here with G. I was like, that motherfucker bought the <laughs> fucking beat out money, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, I was snapping. <laughs>
0: But it worked out at the end. It did, and
2: now I have a song with that guy. Yeah. So, That's
0: cool. see, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you didn't need that beat. There are other beat. You didn't need no. it.
2: No. So, well, I just, it's it's just crazy to me how life works. Sometimes. So,
0: how were you feeling emotionally, like at that very moment when you woke up and saw all those views and saw, you know people reacting to the song that you just made, what was your immediate reaction and emotion? It's about fucking time. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like... Like, this all y'all needed right here? <laughs>
2: this it? I was like, this is what I had to do. Like, this is what was necessary. I had to... I had to, to move to Elizabeth <laughs> City for y'all to... like, You know, like... I had to go to sometimes
0: you gotta do that I guess yeah
2: but so it was just like it was very overwhelming though at mm-hmm. first um, cause it was just like everything happened so quick mm-hmm. and it was like by the time like, I think like a month hit the, it had hit like 200,000 views on TikTok like it was yeah it and was up there. well no that was like a week I wanna say a week because I remember I was talking to um, there was an artist that had reached out who was a bigger artist mm-hmm. um, who actually like if they would have gotten on that song at the time it would have been crazy because they had just gotten like a co-sign from Lil Baby mm-hmm. big artist so I waited for them to send a verse back and I waited like three weeks so I I feel like I could have lost a little bit of traction
1: mm.
2: with the song. But, I mean, the song sort of obviously still did amazing.
1: Right.
2: Absolutely. Um, but, um, you know, and then he reaches back out and he's like, oh, well, I can't get my vocals right.
0: After you know. three weeks? Yeah. Oh, no. And I'm Hell, like, no. I'm like,
2: I mean, you could have just told me that. <gasps> right. Like, a week ago, two weeks ago. Thanks. So now I'm sitting here, like, waiting I'm waiting for a verse that was never gonna come. Damn. And I mean, I still have, I'm still in contact with that dude.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: But every time mm-hmm. I send him a song, I never get something back, even though he tells me to. Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't wanna say stop, but limit yourself. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely limit yourself. Because then
2: it's yourself. like, okay, so what, what are you doing with the music I'm sending you? Mm-hmm. You know?
0: You Hello. Know, and you know listen. how shady
2: this music industry listen, is. Oh, listen, we don't know. No talk about that. <laughs> but not I'm not, and I'm not saying that, that guy's doing anything of shady. Of course, at all. of course not. I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me.
0: And soon after you got signed, was that a major deal, or was that just distribution, or how did it go and how did you feel about it?
2: So I turned down some major offers. Okay to go the route that I went. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a full deal.
1: Okay.
2: Um independent label, not a major label. Um, but I did, I mean, I turned down uh offers from Pusha T.
1: Um
2: mm. uh, you know, I had offer from uh Interscope. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. so I mean it's you know, i had meetings with three hundred entertainment Alamo. Um, you know, so it, it wasn't like like that—that that song, that one song, got me in front of a lot of major eyes, right. mm-hmm. you know. And it, it's crazy how they say the music industry's tied together, but it's like, oh, <laughs> 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 but, like what
1: are they fighting?
2: But um, but no, the they say the industry's tied together, but it was like, as soon as one, as soon as one um, label. one label reached out, mm-hmm. it was like. The next one reached out and the next one reached out. And it was like, you know, are y'all talking? Like, are y'all, are <laughs> yeah. y'all communicating right yeah. now? Yeah. So, it, and it was like, and I mean, that's what you want. You want to start a bidding war. Absolutely. Um, And, you know, so I ended up, like I said, I turned down, you know, some things that could have definitely been more life-changing mm-hmm. than, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to say the deal. I got into wasn't life changing because you know I got to do a lot of things for the first time Mm -hmm. and got to be in you know some you know nice studios Mm -hmm. and and meet some some bigger artists and stuff Mm -hmm. like that so I'm not thankful for that but it's like you you guys saw we talked about what I turned what I was turning down right okay
0: okay
2: and for them you know they just. So I ended up signing the deal. It's a two-year deal, four albums. We do the remix for Old Silverado. Wasn't my call on who was on the remix. They put the biggest artists on their label on there, Mm -hmm. which I understand. Mm -hmm. They're budget-friendly, but still... Makes sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, they come up here for us to shoot the remix video. They drove 10 hours up here from Florida for us to shoot the remix video, whole camera crew, you know, the the girl that's on the remix, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, that was awesome. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: We ended up getting rained out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we ended up getting rained out. So they drove up here for no reason. And I feel like after that,
0: it kind of went down.
1: Yeah. Like we did the re- Was that a sign? Uh,
0: do you think that might, might have been a sign? It got rained out.
2: I don't want to say yeah, but possibly. Like so we after that we go down to Florida mm-hmm. to
1: do the remix video. Mm-hmm. There was no like treatment for it. Like shot it in a Best Buy parking lot. Like,
2: we, because we were under, so we were under the impression where we were going. There was a huge, like, truck meet going on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Come to find out there was, like, a bunch of tickets you had to buy and all this kind of stuff. So, I mean, we did with what we could. Mm -hmm. Video still was okay. You know, it wasn't bad. Um, Do the next single, uh, which was Rodeo. Mm Mm-hmm love that song great video you know we had a treatment um treatment made sense made the it's one of those that brought the song to life
1: was very happy um what i have next i think that was so that was it so we dropped the remix
2: Got the remix in November or December, and then we dropped in in January.
1: Okay.
2: Then I basically don't hear from the label for five months, four or five months.
0: Damn.
2: Yeah, and I mean I get the beginning of the year. Um, beginning of the year is slow for the music industry,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but why am I not hearing from y'all till right April, Mar- March, April?
0: Right. Nothing. Because we like shot. Nothing.
2: We shot these videos in November. Mm-hmm. dropped the one in December and the one in January. We mm-hmm. dropped what we had, right? And then, like I said, I didn't hear from them. And then I go down there. Move you down-
0: were still making music, though. You were continuously making music throughout that time. No. Oh.
1: That's what I'm saying. Because I was here. Okay. And I mean, obviously, I can
2: come record with G. Right, right,
0: right, 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 right. But
2: right. that wasn't why I signed the deal. Not, right, right. I signed a deal, so I'm not having to come out of pocket for none right. of this. Right. If I would have came to G, which come come to find out, they tell us at the end of the deal, we could have been doing all this and this and just sending them invoices. And it's like, okay, well, why didn't you tell me that? I I don't find this out to the end of the deal. When he's like, okay, well, go record this and this and just send us an invoice. Wow. And I'm like, why was this never transparent? Right. And I, I feel like a lot of it was just lack of communication because of the distance.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But like I said, I didn't hear from him for four or five months. I moved to Florida
1: mm-hmm.
2: for a month and a half, two months.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whole time I'm down there. I don't get anything done. Mm. It's like I'm having to get in where I can fit in. And I'm getting in with people who are making the different kind of music than what they want me to make. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying mm-hmm. to keep me in a, a in box. a certain, mm-hmm. not, not a box, but just keep going that direction. And you've got me in with people going this direction.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So obviously I'm going to be making music that's this direction. If that's the only way that I can get it, you know?
0: Right. Okay. So
2: then I ended up making a song with another artist on the label. Um, and I had another single in the middle. We shot the video for In the Middle. Video ended up being a bust because the the girl we shot the video with was like the fourth option.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I guess that day, every everybody flaked. So we we use the girl with the fourth option, who f- doesn't fit the character for the song. Mm-hmm. There's no disrespect to her, mm-hmm. but doesn't fit what we need for the for the music video. So it's just not what I wanted. Not
0: what you signed yeah. for. Mm-hmm.
2: And then then I do another video, and meanwhile, the whole time I'm dropping these songs, the numbers are. And I'm like, what are we doing?
0: Yeah.
2: Like, so then we bring up, like, hey, can we get some marketing? Oh, I don't think these are the one. I don't think these records are the one. Why are we dropping them?
0: Right.
2: Why are we dropping these songs if you don't think they're the one? Right. If you're not willing to push these records, why are we dropping them?
0: Right.
2: Are you just trying to fill the contract? Mm -hmm. Like, What are we doing? And then it came down to the day where I shared something that Russ had posted about independent artists having a... It was something that he had just dropped a million dollar budget on his single, um, you know. And it was saying, like, how independent, like, if you're signed to a label, you can't do that because this, this, this person mm-hmm. has to clear this mm-hmm. for this. And... <clears throat> I guess they took that the wrong way,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I got a phone call that day that was like, "So, do you want to be independent or
0: what?" They called you and said, "So, you want?"
2: They said, "So, what are you trying to do?" I said, "I guess I'm leaning that way." Oh, all right, cool. And that was it. That was that was it. They they got the uh got the paperwork together.
0: Do you Signed have him. the rights to uh, Old Silverado? And yep.
2: Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> 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 Nothing that I did with them, though. I mean, I have partial rights, too, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: anything I recorded with them is theirs, which...
0: And so this was recently recorded and released. that you just got released um, or that you just left the, the deal. It's past summer.
2: Mm-hmm. It's past summer, yeah.
0: Okay, and so now you're back in Virginia. Yep. And you're still continue to do music and drop and still you know yep. travel and do things like that. So, but it did get
2: me in kind of a funk.
0: Of course it would, um, because it's like,
2: what did I do something wrong? Was mm-hmm. I not doing something right? Like, mm-hmm. and they try to say a lot of it was. So I guess this the, the guy likes to like post subliminal stuff on his story. Mm. You know, and not not directly aim it. But the day he said something, I remember he posted, he was like, Oh, yeah, and a lot of y'all are about to get some phone calls. Uh, a lot of y'all are about to get some phone calls because we're dropping dead weight. <gasps> and then later that day, I got a phone
0: call. So oh, like, that, that's not good. That's not good. No, either. I mean,
2: I was cool with it because it's like, if that's how you feel good, give me, get me out of here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be around you. Then. Like mm-hmm. that's not the energy I need.
0: So, what is your goal now that you are out of the deal and you're now considered real independent?
2: Um, really, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I wouldn't mind another deal offer mm-hmm. if it is the right, right thing for me. Um, but really, we're just consistently drop music that's paying the bills. That's mm-hmm. what I'm cool with, mm-hmm. you know. So as long as everything is consistent, is, it, enough, is your
0: heart still in it like it used to be?
2: I think it's more in it now.
1: Okay,
2: because getting fed a bunch of BS, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because I got the whole spiel. When I, when I was first, oh, you know, I got done wrong in the music industry. So that's why I'm trying to do this label and make make it so other artists aren't mm-hmm. getting that. Mm-hmm.
1: It's
2: like, bro, that's exactly
1: what the fuck you did. Like,
2: for being honest, that's exactly what the fuck you did. Like, And that's, I mean, that's sad. But it is what it is. And I feel like that's why I'm more in it now than I was. Because now I feel like I got something to prove.
0: Right. In so. which you have a new project coming out. So talk a little bit about that and the influence behind that. The biggest target.
2: That's a direct shot at the label.
0: Mm. Nine yeah. songs. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And are they going to have visuals? Are all nine songs going to have visuals? Um, or have
2: no. You... no. We haven't done any visuals for any of them but the trap, the first song. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be on it. Um, Don't but... forget the trap. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Don't forget the trap. But, yeah, um, I definitely do plan on shooting some visuals. Okay. Um, at least three, I would say.
1: Okay.
2: Three solid visuals from the album. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's really my plan for the next probably month, two, three months is just Pushing this album, Mm -hmm. getting the deluxe ready, dropping the deluxe, Mm -hmm. um, shooting videos um, that have to do with the album. But, yeah, the story behind the biggest target, um, whenever there would be any issues, their their thing at the label was target on lock. Mm. I'm the biggest target. Welcome to the game. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: so...
2: (laughs) Yeah, they just, that they was just woke
0: just... up a sleeping bear. You understand yeah, me? Yeah, <laughs>
2: and, and I don't know. I just it's it's one of those things where I enjoy proving people wrong. Mm-hmm. I've done it my whole life, and if I'm dead weight, I'm gonna show you I'm not. Mm-hmm. So I know that.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> so let's push forward. Well, last but not least, um, how did you get the name Trap House Coda?
2: Uh, so a lot of people assume I'm like drug dealer of the sensory, um, or, you know, I I, I, am not, I'm not going to incriminate myself on here, but <laughs> Please don't. no, um, you know, the shop house, the shop house, uh, actually, uh, comes from a car club,
0: okay. uh, that I'm
2: a part of, uh, like a lowered car club, you know, you see all the lowered cars driving mm-hmm. around here all the mm-hmm. time, um. But, yeah, so um, it's Trap House, it's the car club. Mm-hmm. I was a member. I came to him. I was like, hey, bro, you know, I fuck with the brand a lot.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, do you mind if I put Trap House in front of my rap name? At that time, I was just, at that time, I was Coda Boy. Mm-hmm. I felt like just, I'm, you, I'm an adult now. You had growth, right, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, so it was like, what do I go into next? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go into just being Coda. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, what do I,
0: it fits you well.
2: It, it It does. It's it's crazy. Um, it's crazy how much I get called trap more than my own. (laughs) The whole thing. Yeah. It's just, yo trap. And I'm just, I respond. It's just, um, but no, I, I definitely think it's, it's grown into something a lot bigger than the car club now. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, definitely big shout out to my guy, Ronnie. Uh, for allowing me to you know bring the trap house into music and have it just be a lot more than just a car club right because you know now it's like people that are fans of me are you know that's i talk about I try to be as open about this a lot because I do know that cops watch my page so mm-hmm. just. Yeah, no, I smoke weed, but I don't sell it. I promise.
0: Okay. I Uh promise.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But no. Yeah, so Chop House came from a car club. It's not not no Kingpin. I'm not. Mm -hmm. Not Don Corleone. (laughs) I'm not Pablo Escobar. Um but yeah. <laughs> I'm just being honest. It's, right, right. You just... A lot of people really do assume like I'm like some huge drug dealer, and I'm
0: right. not. <laughs> it's a name, guys. It's just a name. I mean, it's not a... that I
2: won't take that y'all assume <laughs> that. <but laughs> it's like okay, cool, y'all. Yeah, I
1: appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you, thank you. I'm glad you think that highly of me. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I'm not.
1: You're not not
0: trapping, not trapping. (laughs) (laughs) So, last but not least, only uh, thing I'm trapping is merch and hello and music.
2: Yeah, and music, a lot of music. Yes.
0: So, leave something to this thing called entertainment, or what would you leave your younger self um, when it comes to this thing called entertainment? Or would I leave like, like Like, what would you tell? Yeah, what would your message be to your younger self? Keep going. that it does pay off. Uh, Because
1: coming from being a single
2: mom household and not really being the only like light at the end of the tunnel and then to have even what I have now is Mm -hmm. great, you know. I've been able to do stuff that I wasn't able to do before I made triple what I made in my day job last year, just off my music. Mm. Um, so it's, it's a, it's a blessing.
0: Amazing. So let's get to, um, the top three. Well, it's top three, uh, moments in your career. So that is what it is. Top three moments in your career.
1: <clears> oh, <throat> Silverado.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just in itself. Um,
2: I would say signing the deal Mm
1: -hmm.
2: just because I got to say i do it. Right. And then three is going to be like a two-part answer. Okay. So first part would definitely be headlining Elevation 27.
0: Okay.
2: Um, Just because, you know, that's a big venue around here. And to have my own headlining show and be able to put my own show together there, uh, I think that's major. In my yes. opinion. Yes. And then the second part is uh, performing in front of a sold-out crowd at the Norva. Mm. I saw that
0: on your Instagram, too. Yeah. I was like,
2: okay. Girl. And actually, again, shout out to Justice for that. Um, that was actually his gig that he brought me on, too. So. Wow.
0: See, We need more people like this in the, in the Virginia area. No,
2: we definitely need more people like Justice. Yeah. Honestly. And, you know, I'm very thankful. Him and I have been friends since high school. And he was in the band in high school, you know he- he wasn't what he is now, and um you know it was like i I just think it's really dope how we both there was a there was a little bit where we were separated, we weren't mm-hmm. really
0: like growth was happening, yeah, mm-hmm. you know
2: we we were both doing our own thing, he was in the e d m scene, you know I'm doing the rap thing, mm-hmm. he's back and forth a lot, you know, not here, and then you know, over the past you know two three years, really, for us to you know reunite kind of and click mm-hmm. the way we have, and I just feel like we work so well together when when it comes to sitting down and making music, because he doesn't rap or write really, but he'll give his input and mm-hmm. you know he'll help you keep it going, mm-hmm. and you know like I said he he's crazy when it comes to samples anything like that like. And I just feel like this this sound that we're making is a lot different than what a lot of people are making now, nowadays.
0: Shout out to <inaudible> All right. So let's wind down this interview. It is coming to a close. So I do appreciate everybody for uh, watching. Like, share, subscribe. But before we go, uh, give your social media shout outs. And I have one final question that I ask at the end of the show to all of my guests. Okay.
2: Yeah, definitely follow me on Instagram at Trap House Coda. All one word.
0: T-R-A-P-H-O-U-S-E-K-O-D-A. K-O-D-A.
1: All right. And the question <laughs> the
0: question of the day is, what bothers you about the industry, and what would be your solution to helping fix it? Um,
2: I think the biggest problem with me is how closed off the industry is. You know, they, it's like they hand choose who makes it really in an instance unless gatekeepers. and yeah unless you're unless you're one of them people that just happens to just pop
1: mm-hmm.
2: i mean it was i just i feel like there needs to be a change mm-hmm. and i mean i'm trying my best you know i i always try to push other local artists
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh you know with these shows i'm doing i'm putting local artists on the shows
0: mm-hmm.
2: You know, i'm not bringing in you know i'm bringing in outside people as well but i'm also
0: Focus on the
2: low yeah, mm-hmm. and I you know, I just I wish the other people that were a lot bigger mm-hmm. did more we'll they do the, and not that they they don't do it, you know they they do enough,, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more that could be done facts but exactly. but that's always, so I can't really say they're not doing enough, it's just they're doing.
0: But they feel that they should be enough. Yeah.
1: Okay. I heard you. <laughs>
0: so I do appreciate you for sliding through. So Hollywood the podcast. Make sure you guys follow me the page. So Hollywood the podcast and Miss Hollywood three one three on Instagram and TikTok. And um, if you want to perform on Welcome to the Limelight, we do have performances slots. I I got to get you on Welcome to the Limelight as well when you drop that a new album. It's an album, not a mixtape, y'all. Because It's two different things A
2: motherfucking album
0: (laughs) And the Eagles just won you dig (laughs) So like share and subscribe To my YouTube channel And the link is in the bio If you have anything else um, You can say it now But if not We're gonna get up out of here
2: I got one thing If you're watching And you got a dream Chase it Don't let nobody tell you You can't do nothing I had for years I had people tell me I couldn't do the what I'm doing. Oh, nah 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 nah, you're this, you're that, you're not this, you're not that.
0: them
2: yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Prove everybody wrong.
0: <laughs> Shout out to G Stack 216, Session 420, Black Nuance, and swaggle out the dawn. Peace up, A-Town Down. Kill,
1: kill, 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 kill. Is it me or was it high in here? Kill, kill, kill. Is it me or is it high? So Hollywood, O double L. Why double you double O? So Hollywood, O double L. Why double you double O? So Hollywood, O double L. Why double you double O? So Hollywood. H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-O-T Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get ignorant The Hollywood lights are bright. let's get right for a little bit The writing's so low, so let's go and bump it a little bit Let's celebrate like it's gonna end in a little bit Hit the bottom a little twist, and mix it with some of this And mix it with Hollywood, and you're far from monotonous Imagine the gas can't produce more hotness than it's hip-hop pop, it's a female accomplice hey. H-O-L-L-Y-W-O-T So Hollywood L Double So Why so Is it Me or was it hiding here? Is it me or was it hiding
0: here? To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and MISS Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgame.com.